Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode eight of the somehow still doing a podcast podcast. Um, <laughs> I, 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 no we kidding. have no idea, honestly. <laughs> this this is they're just probably going to get shorter and shorter as no sports because we're running out of things to talk about. Uh, we do still have enough to talk about this week, um, so I think we're going to lead off, uh, lead in with some soccer again this time. Uh, they seem to be having more news and information than anything hockey. So we'll, we'll go with that. Um, I just want to lead off by um, we're, we'll try to stay away from the good old Rona this time. The, the, <laughs> the, the WHO podcast will cease to exist, um, but uh, maybe we'll see. What <laughs> oh, great. Real Madrid's uh, former president, um, Lorenzo Sanz uh, actually, uh, passed away due to uh, the coronavirus. So that was a big loss for uh, Real and um, their 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 club. But I just wanted to touch touch on that real quick, and then uh, we can get into uh, Zach and his soccer topics. I'm starting. Oh yeah, I'm I'm putting you oh, on the boy. spot. Oh, well, you know. Uh, big news coming out of the Premier League this week as games got as the deadline for games to be played has been extended again. Yay! Oh we wait, no. A, <laughs> we will not see a match of English football until at the earliest the beginning of May. And you know, talking about it is just one thing, but realizing that we're talking almost almost forty days more without any matches. Which includes, you know, the previous two weeks that sports have just kind of began to shut down and become essentially no sports has become a normalcy now. Yeah, well, what is just, it? It's been like a week, and I'm already going crazy. It's is it been week a and, week, since most, about a week and a half, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it's about ten days right yeah, now. I'm going uh, crazy. You're talking sports have been gone for ten to twelve days tops. And longer, longer than that, I think, actually, because Jackets game against the Penguins was supposed to be March 12th, and the last game played was March 10th. So yeah, 12 days. Yeah. So, so. but it's just it's just baffling to see how much sports impacts everybody. I mean, you got teams, you know, you got players coming out and talking to the fans, saying "Stay home" while they're playing FIFA. Uh, you look all over the place. NHL players are doing it. NFL, MLB, NBA. Everybody saying stay home. You can see them doing stuff at home, playing, playing their respective sports games. I mean, heck, you got people crossing boundaries. I think I saw a video throughout the week of a uh, a Steelers football player actually playing FIFA. So a little crossover there of American football crossing into European football. A little cool. Um, but it's just it's just baffling to think that no sports has caused people to just kind of go go stir crazy, go insane, just thinking, wow, there isn't. I'm gonna come home from work. I'm gonna come home from school, do some homework for a little bit, and then next thing you know, boom, seven o'clock hockey games on, or boom, primetime Monday night match in at the Emirates, or boom, primetime noon match on Sunday at at Stanford Bridge. I mean. You're just not getting these. Anymore. It's it's like, just crazy to see how uh, how much this I guess this century revolves around sports. Um, how 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 many people revolve or have their lives revolve around sports? Um, it's kind of wild, but it's also kind of something that you almost expected. I guess maybe not so much so, but. I, at least me, I kind of expected the this little stir crazy when when sports were getting getting suspended. Um, I think what I didn't expect is how long it could last. Because uh, I mean, like you said, not till May, and that's just it's just depressing. Like I've got to last even longer now without sports. So uh, yeah, I, I just. It's an unfortunate uh, world okay. event. Yeah, um, 
I just think it's crazy to think that, you know, just everything being postponed. If you go and look, I think Euros got Euros twenty twenty got moved to twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. They were talking about playing in the winter at the same time that the African Cup of or the African Champions is going on, or like African Cup Champions, um, which that's going to be a big loss for a lot of teams, um, especially if you go across the board and you look Arsenal with Aubameyang, you look at Ma- Sadio Mane, Mo Salah for a month and a half gone. I mean, yeah, that's it's, just it's, crazy. It's, to think the schedules are really just, big names are going to be gone. Schedules are just. In a in a whirlwind right now. I mean, I I I don't even think they have an idea of what what could happen. To be honest, the the boards and stuff of these um, leagues and tournaments and stuff they they I don't think they have any idea. They're just going with what they're being told um, every day on a daily basis. Um, but uh, I mean, this just doesn't apply to soccer either. This is this is everything. This is NFL, NHL, NBA, MLS, NASCAR. For goodness sakes, uh, F one. Um, this is this is everything, and it's all just WWE and UFC. I mean, you name them. There. Yeah, it's it's all just stuff's getting canceled. The draft next month for the NFL big event, everybody attended is going to be moved out of Las Vegas. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it is sombering and it's just kind of, it's one of those wakeups that I think maybe some of us took sports for granted. And the fact that sports are no longer here, like a lot of people are losing their outs that they had because say you have a bad day. Well, you know, your day always gets a whole lot better if your team wins. Like, that's just the impact sports has on people is you want to win. You want your team to do good. You li- like diehards like myself, like Josh over here, a piece of us live and die when our team loses. Like it, there's nothing just more frustrating having to go through a day where I wake up. And when Unai Emery was still coaching this, this squad and just no knowing, knowing we weren't going to win because Unai Emery was horrible Pretty great feeling. and just, it just kind of drags on you and just drags you down. And you're like, Oh my God, how does this stupid idiot still have a job? Like, yeah, no, I mean, my goodness. I'm still getting uh, calendar notifications 15 minutes prior to a jackets game. Um, so, for, so uh, Oh, Columbus blue jackets at, or so-and-so versus Columbus. And I'm just like, just take a deep breath and just nice sigh. Cause it's just, uh, I should probably turn those off, to be honest. Um, but at the same time, I'm having withdrawal, uh, so they uh, they kind of keep me going, even though they're very depressing. Um, yeah, no but kidding. But some happier news: Inter, your boys over at Inter, are demanding <laughs> at least 120 million dollars for Latoro Martinez. That is. I think I which mean, is Barca's that is... main target. Oh, nice voice crack, eh? <laughs> um, no, I think it's a good deal if Barca can get it over the line. I think inner it's a good deal for Inter too. Um, you know, once Martinez is a bigger name on the markets, he will not. Inter, I think, will have a hard time convincing him to stay. Um, just looking at the Italian soccer league in Syria, it's. It's not necess- it's not by any means the weakest league in Europe, but it's also not to the standards of being an ultra competitive league, you know, as some of the other ones in Europe, specifically pointing at the uh the Premier League, but just cuz <sighs> German soccer is also can be competitive if it's not Bayern winning it because Bayern has like five wins in the last 10 years or something like that. Yeah. Some ridiculous. Something I, I definitely, I definitely they... think the Bundesliga is pretty competitive outside that yep. one team. They usually have one team that's kind of like above and beyond. And, but then everybody else is pretty, pretty close. It's, it's a pretty, pretty good mat, pretty good run the rest of the way usually, but. <laughs> and then we talk about league on. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, How about I'm we just not? saying that 
at this at this point you might as well rename it Paris Saint Germain's League and everybody else. It might it might as well just be PSG plus the rest, not League on, because it it always ends up it's PSG's going to win it. Everybody knows it every year. It it, it is the easiest bet. It's the safest bet in the world. Yeah, no, I mean that's well. Okay, maybe not safest, but you've got a pretty darn good chance of winning that bet. I mean, I, I feel like there are probably some safer bets, but I don't know. I'll, I'll have to think of some. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much a given. I'll but give you that. it's just I don't think Latoro Martinez. Do you, do you think he's worth hundred twenty million? Oh, absolutely. I, there's okay. no doubt in my mind Latoro Martinez is worth $120 million. It's just, I don't know if they sell now or if they try to keep him and see if they can convince him over the next um, two or three seasons, I think, is what his contract has left. Um, it's it's going to be pretty hard to convince him, especially when a club like Barcelona wants you. I mean, well, you, you know he's good. Well, like, every, every, there is no. Seems to be every kid's dream right now is to play with Messi, uh, Messi or Ronaldo. So, so his contract's good till June thirtieth of twenty twenty three. So twenty twenty three is when his okay. contract he's got expires. Three more years. Um, yeah, he's got three years. Do you hold on and maybe see if the development? Because he's only twenty two right now. He's he turns twenty three this year. Do you wait to see maybe if he turns? Uh, the next calendar year, maybe, maybe 2021. Uh, that's two years before his contract expires. At that point, you could reevaluate. And if he just flat out is an amazing player and balls out and scores 20, 25 goals in Serie A and contributes in the Europa League or the Champions League, wherever Inter ends up over the next couple of years, do you try to sell him for more money in the coming year? Or do you just sell while you can, collect the profit on what you have, and go out and reinvest. Uh, I, I guess it's all what Inter feels they need now. Because um, I mean, it's not. It's not like Inter's not a competitive team. They're not. It's not like they're. Oh, not they're even. not running mid pack. They're running top pack here. But um, do they need that money? Do they need to fill another hole? Um, is there is there a bigger bigger gap in their team? Um, if I would say if they don't need that money, if they're if they're confident with their team, I'd say keep them another year. Um, you're gonna Barca's not gonna be the only team that's gonna go after him here. Um, not even close. Like, he, he's gonna he's gonna want. have a lot of looks. So taking stride, say we're gonna we're gonna stick the extra year. I think I think the thing that's worrisome for them is he has a release clause. Um, which but which means anybody can jumps. It, it does, it does. But I mean, it's it's still all what other teams value him as. Um, if they value him at that, they're going to try to get him for that. Um, so I, I think I I would personally try to keep him an extra year. Um, there's no way you're going to keep him for three years. Probably not even two. It's probably out of the it's, I don't think it's he's going to get two. I think he's question. either gone this summer or next summer. It's, yeah, it's it's probably out of the question. Um, but I'd, I'd keep him around, um, especially if he can get some more um, game reps in and stuff. And it's not like Serie A is a bad league. I mean, there's definitely a competitive um, front there. Um, Juventus enter AC. Well, not so much AC this year, but Lazio. Um, you got some very competitive squads over there in Syria. Um, so I, uh... I definitely. It. The thing that's difficult for me to judge is a lot of people like Lukaku as the main striker instead of Martinez, but it's hard to think that. Lukaku would be a better replacement for Martinez because he's not in any way. Sh- I mean, let's start with the obvious. Latoro Martinez is 22. I'm pretty sure Lukaku is t- closer to 28. Uh, yeah, somewhere he's he's on he's older. He's 20. Okay, he's 26. Okay. So he's not too too I mean, much that's, older, that's, but he's got four yeah. years. Um, 
I I'd still. I mean, if you, one two tandems are great, like it gives them the flexibility to have that backup, but it also gives them the flexibility if they want to switch formations and run two two attackers up front. Um, with that with that combo, so I mean, I I another another rumor I saw to replace Martinez was Arturo Vidal. Um. <laughs> From Bayern? Uh, or from PSG? I don't remember where he's at, actually. Um, I think Vidal is PSG. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Arturo Vidal plays for... Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I, I'm pretty sure he's not at Bayern anymore. He's at Barca. Oh, he transferred a while ago from Bayern. 2018. Yeah. To Barca. But he's thirty two as well. Like, yeah. I mean that's not a that's not a crazy age in soccer. Um, yeah, but you're also you're also trading a midfielder for a striker. Vidal plays midfield. He's a yeah. Granted, he's a he. Granted, he's more of like a number. He's in that that ten role almost, so to speak, where he's tucked up behind your 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 main striker, but. I just want you to know that Arturo Vidal has won eight uh, league trophies in a row. Well, yeah, look at who he's played <laughs> I, I just for. think if, it's crazy. If That's kind of crazy. Normally you see maybe a gap or something, but Juventus for if you four go back years. To two, yeah, Bayern Juventus for three. Barca for, Barca for two. two. He's won this one. Is... He's in first right now in that league in like, this year. The man goes to the loaded teams, but he for. Uh, he produces. He produced the most at Juventus. I'll give him the credit oh, there. Oh, yeah, easily. Um, that's that's he. One hundred twenty-five, one hundred twenty-four appearances, thirty-five goals, and one hundred twenty-four appearances, roughly one and four. That's something I could live with from a midfielder. Um, definitely think, though, going back in that deal, that would be horrible, especially with the in the the midfield that Inter Milan currently is like has to deal with, like. If you go look at their their squad, they have so many midfielders. Well, I mean, they just went out and got Erickson. I mean, you've got um, wow, it kind of is lo- all right. It's loading. It's loading. Um, oh, oh duh, forgot they were interested in uh, Giroud, Olivier Giroud, um, at the last transfer window um so i guess that could be a replacement but i mean he's what uh 33 maybe somewhere around there Uh, he might be 33 he's he's around vidal i know that but i think he's 33 okay cool wow i was right um spot on he he would be a better replacement than vidal um, mainly because he's a striker. Um, well, yeah. Um, if Inter really wants to get bold, um, I don't think Arsenal in the in the long run is going to keep Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. I I I think he's on the way. He's got one foot out the door. With all due respect, he should. Um, we have not performed up to his standards that he was expecting when we signed him in twenty seventeen. Like. Pierre has done everything for the for the squad. I the man wears his heart on his sleeve. He is the he is the what you want an Arsenal player to be. We just can't get him to that finish line. He wants the trophies. He wants the European competition. And I think if Martinez goes in the summer, I think what better person to replace Martinez with than Pierre Mercabon? They'd have the money. Granted. If they do that, they're gonna have the money. I mean, they'll, they'll Arsenal, have the money anyways. But Arsenal will take that money because Mikel Arteta will go in and reinvest into center back and midfield. Which, if that gets sprung, you better hope Aubameyang gets sprung. Then you bring in Um Campanero out of Leipzig, and then you got a tandem of Um Campanero Saliba in the center half of that defense. You're talking a 19-year-old kid and a 22-year-old center back that with potential to just be 
legends at that position. And you can't, like, as an Arsenal fan, that's the dream goal. You know, you know Abu is gone. You know he's gone. You know it. As much as it kills me to say it, like, I have a jersey of Abu sitting in my closet right now. I love Aubameyang. He is my favorite player. He's gone, though. He's not going to resign. He wants to win and he wants to compete. Send him to a place complete to compete. Get money out of get the money out of him that you can and rebuild the squad in Mikel Arteta's vision. Help your because it's 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 not a smooth transition, especially after spending twenty years. You had twenty years of straight of Arsene Wenger and playing Wenger ball to move into that two year year and a half stretch of Unai Emery where. God knows what he was thinking. Don't even get me. I, I can't go down that road again. I, there ain't enough time today. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll have a three-hour-long podcast. And Arteta now stepping in, trying to establish his own identity. I mean, you got to let him get a chance. And, y- you know, you just know Aubameyang's not going to stay. You know he's not going to put pen to paper on that new contract. So get the money that you can for him. He's still a baller. He missed, he, I mean, close to the league lead and goals this season again. Pretty much the sole reason we've won some of our games. I mean, the man is just insane. And we don't get production out of midfield. So take that money, reinvest in the midfield. Tangent over. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. Hope everybody enjoyed that one. <laughs> um, anyways, she's killing us. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm uh, I'm back vibing. to uh, we'll, we'll go back to Barcelona because you know we, we talked about him. Um, we should probably also mention that Mister um, Flop Like a Fish, uh, aka Neymar, wants to Flop wants like to go <laughs> wants wants to go Jesus. back wants to go back to Barca. Um, there's some money. Uh, that would need to be spent. Um, is it possible for them to buy Neymar and Martinez? Probably not. No. Here, no, and here's why. FIFA or UEFA financial play rules. Financial fair play rules. It might be FIFA. It's UEFA. Yeah, I'm the fine. Is the, okay. Um, financial. There ain't no way. There is. There is. No possible way. What's that? that That's got to be like 300 to 350 million. Yeah. And you're looking at some squads that don't have their team isn't valued at 300 to 350 million, let alone want two players on the entire squad. Yeah. No, uh, they'd they'd probably get the okay for one. Uh, I mean, they'd, they'd obviously get the okay for one. I mean, that's just how it goes. But. Both, unless, unless they're dropping players off, um, unless well, unless I did they're see a rumor that Suarez is on, yeah, his way unless out. they're doing stuff like that. Well, I mean, you got Coutinho; he's supposedly adios, arrivederci kind of stuff. I thought he was. Oh no, he's only on yeah. loan at Bayern. That's right. Uh, Chelsea, Ooh. Man U, Arsenal, uh, and Tottenham, Tottenham have all shown interest. Um, I mean, he he's pretty he's come out before and said he would like to return to the the premier league um so i mean obviously he's probably not going back to liverpool but mm, klopp does not um, want him yeah he, he's only on loan at Bayern. barca's not obviously using him so why not sell him they're probably not ever going to use him because he's been alone since they got him. Uh, but sell him, possibly sell Suarez. Who knows? You bring in Neymar, Martinez. I think that'd be something that they would allow because then they would drop two players. Think, they add two. It's not so much the adding and subtracting of the amount of players. It's more of the these two coming in are worth $350 million and these two going out are worth probably $70 million mm. tops. I think mm-hmm. seventy. You get a seven between seventy and a hundred million for both Coutinho and Suarez. I mean, yeah, you I gotta look. Suarez I'd probably is, say Suarez is thirty three. I'd probably say it's 
closer to triple digits. But obviously, that's just my opinion on on the two. Um, Coutinho is twenty seven, so he's yeah. But Suarez is thirty three. Yeah, but I mean, Suarez is Suarez. He'll just bite your shoulder and score a goal. So. Uh, <laughs> you see, um, yeah, yeah, you will. Barca's got some things to consider, um, especially if they're bringing in Martinez and Neymar. They've still got uh, Griezmann. Um, yep. So, just who who are they willing to part with? with? Who who do they want to replace um, with? So, well, we'll see what they do. Um, some other. Recent transfer rumors. Um, how exciting, right? Um, the the ever the ever talked about Jane Sancho. Um, mm-hmm. Chelsea and Man U seem to be the two teams that are coming up the most often now. Um, However, I have seen something where Jane Sancho could be swayed to stay. I have Dortmund. seen that too. Um, I think, especially with Holland playing as well as he has been yeah. playing, you would have to consider. I know Sancho wants Europe, wants English football, but Sancho's got a pretty good thing going right now with that young gun squad of attackers at Dortmund. As much as it pains me to say it, but I mean, if you just look, you got Holland. You got Hazard. You got. Uh, well, I mean, you got Sancho right now. Yeah, Sancho. I mean, Guts is still the, is still there. Um, Marco Royce is still there. Royce is still there. Uh, he just resigned. Um, Feigl's still got there. The I mean, they've got the players. Zagadu. You've got all the, kinds of stuff. You've got the offense. Yeah, I mean, they've got a good team. I personally would tell them to stay. Honestly, I I really want him in Chelsea squad, uh, but I think him staying there just makes the Bundesliga even more competitive. Um, it just kind of adds that, oh hey, it's not just Bayern, sort of sort of thing. Um, so, but I mean, he he's the ever talked about player right now. The 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 nineteen year old. Uh, English phenom, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I actually saw something about Arsenal here. Um, <laughs> uh, they, they're supposedly the rumor looking at Burnley's New Zealand striker, uh, Chris Wood. I, I did see that. Um, <laughs> I, I, like that but I, saw I, I figured you didn't like it. I just had to, I had to I mention don't... it. I don't think with the, especially with Enkedia playing as well as he's been playing, him and Lacazette as a one-two tandem is not a bad one-two tandem to have, and then it allows you. Like I said, I would like some more production from our keep 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 Abba sell Laka. I'm I love them both. I'm gonna be real with you. I love them both. I love Abu is my favorite, but Laka's got a special. There's something about that number nine, the Mister. Mr. Lacazette, that Gross. I, I enjoy. I enjoy about him. He's great. And I just think you got to keep him. I mean, you got to keep both of them. You reasonably can't keep both of them. You know that. You got to sell the one you get more money for. And right now, Lacazette's just coming off that goal-scoring drought he had. He had, uh, I think it was close to double-digit games. I think it was nine matches, ten matches, where he didn't score a goal. His stock has never been lower, so don't sell on the player now. He needs that confidence. He needs that reassurance from the squad that he needs that trust from that manager from Arteta to say, hey, get it go. We know you're going to get it going. We know you're going to get it. It's just a matter of when the like the break's going. And I mean, it, so, sell if you're going to sell one of them, you sell Abu because the stock's high on Abu. Abu's been playing out of his mind the last two, three years. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel, and then uh, supposedly you're also interested in Celt- Celtics. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this name. Oddson Edward. He's uh, he's 22. Um, I, 
there's not much about him. Uh, Leicester and Everton are also interested. Um, I did see the, that. In the French forward, but uh, it's more just bringing in players that Arteta wants. Exactly. And getting rid of players you that have... Unai had. Um, kind of like... You have... Go ahead. Nope, no, nope. Go ahead. Oh, 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 you go. oh, great. Okay. Uh, well, I was going to switch topics, so um, I don't know if you want me to do that. But uh, I was just going to point out that um, William is probably gone for Chelsea. And he's coming home to the red side of London. No, 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 it's the not. The right no, side. Not. We he's, are Gargantua. They're, they're not going to sell him to Arsenal. Uh He's, his he's not going to sign with Arsenal. He's interested. There are three clubs that he is interested in, and one of them resides in the North London, and it's not blue. It is red, mi amigo. That's right. It is the gargantuan Arsenal Gunners. It's not happening. I'm just, I'm just it, letting it, you know. You just it's not happening. watch. We got David Luiz from you guys. Didn't think that well, was going to was a fluky thing y'all got y'all got olivier Giroud from us y'all didn't didn't think that i was also gonna didn't think I that mean, was gonna happen no yeah so i mean hey man chelsea and london as much chelsea, chelsea wow they go wow. together like wow yeah huh, weird <laughs> arsenal and chelsea do a lot more dealing than you think uh, i mean you did get left over petter check too so Y'all got leftover Cesc Fabregas. What's your point? I don't know, man. He he he's not too bad. He's still playing. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um. Yeah. Uh. Got your typical uh. Typical uh transfer rumors. Um. I actually I actually well, this one's kind of surprising for last for you. Um. Though. Oh, I'm um, excited. A fifty million dollar offer. For your boy Abba, from from Manchester Correct. United. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> I'm on. all for selling Abu instead of letting him walk free. I would prefer he got out of English football. So you don't have to play him again. I do not want to see him unless I'm going to see him in European football. I do not want to see him in the Premier League twice a year because he will shred that porous black backline. Like, <sighs> Now, in 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 defense, Arteta has solidified the back line. We've traded a lot of our offensive and our open style of play for a more compact style and sitting back kind of almost a park-the-bus and counterattack strategy, um, which Arteta's got to do what he's got to do to get that squad going. Um, so, but if... He goes, I prefer he went outside of England. It would just make my life a whole lot nicer. I don't want to see him shred me all season. And shred my hopes. And uh, I feel that. Don't worry. I feel that. I don't want to see half the half the people I like on Chelsea to go to another club and watch them put put balls you know, from the box into the back of my net but if, if ours if he went to like somewhere like Watford or somewhere like all right, all right, you know right, one of those right, smaller on, clubs even Sheffield I wouldn't mind if he went to Sheffield I just don't want him to go to Everton, Chelsea, both Manchester's, Liverpool and Tottenham I Tottenham should have gone. Had to go without me being set. Even oh, saying I figured anything. you'd want him to go to Tottenham. I thought that was your favorite. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's the best out. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm right. just saying, man. Um, other other depressing news. Just just for a tweet. Don't worry. It's just just a tweet. I just wanted to point out that the last major football match in England was 11 days ago. There were 54,000 people gathered at Anfield, including 3,000 from Madrid. <laughs> we love you, Atletico. To watch Atletico, you are... 
v Liverpool. That was the last major football match in England 11 days ago, and it was wild. Um, that may have been the last football match in general. Uh, technically not, At least... unless we're going with small leagues from around the world. Um, uh, out of the major leagues in terms of the, the big the big yeah, five, so to speak, yeah. of. Serious, I'm uh, not entirely sure. Bark. You'd have to look it up. Um, but uh, I, I want to, I want to finish up soccer with, uh, with, a, with, with a good question for you, or maybe not. Well, not really a question, but it. Before we get to that question, I got one more transfer that I think is surprising, and I, I just, I'm intrigued. Okay. Everton is currently targeting Chirio, Chiro Immobile. Out of Lazio. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not entirely sure to say his name, so I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna let Zach take all the embarrassment for that. Um, if it was That's wrong, um, you said Everton. Everton is looking at him. Carlo Ancelotti wants him to come with him to Everton. Well, come to him at Everton, and I just uh... I see that being a hard sell for the Italian national that is played a long time in Italy. I mean, I could see it happening. I mean, I can't not say that, but I don't I think he has uh, he played one season in Dortmund, but most of that time was on loan at Sevilla. Yeah, I I think it'd be fun, honestly. I think it'd make Everton a lot more competitive. Um, and I mean, yeah, as much as I hate other teams in the Premier League, I still want to have a competitive season. Um, well, absolutely. That's what makes games fun, but I'd be down. I'd, I'm not entirely sure how feasible it is. I'm not I'm not sure what price tag is kind of being hung around. Um, I, I don't know either. I would assume probably, I'd say probably 20 to 25 million. Um, I think would be a reasonable price for the thirty-year-old striker. He's not that. He's not as big of a name as he once was. Oh, not not even close. So I think you know twenty-five, twenty, twenty-five million, maybe thirty million, with some some stipulation that he complete completes X games or shoots the ball this many times on the left side of the sun. Yeah, at at, at this NHL time and day, like compensation picks. Uh, <laughs> uh, some some something like I, that. Yeah, I, I'd be down for that. Um, I think I think it'd be a a good boost to Everton's uh, Everton's lineup, um, for sure. But uh, all right, you ready? You ready for this? Yeah. All right, I'm ready. Your club, your call. If you could have one past player back at your club, who would you choose? Oh. Think about that. That's that's a hard Ooh. one, right? I was trying to think about there that been earlier, and I went, "Oh no! If I pick him, everybody's going to yell at me that I didn't pick this dude. And if I pick that dude, then I'm going to get yelled at that I didn't pick another dude." And I went, "You got to be you know for me right now." You know, for Arsenal, the cliche one is to say Thierry Henry because he yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I thought about that. Like, and I don't want to be that cliche person. So I'd say my non-cliche response, and it's going to be an unpopular one, but I would really, really like to see Prime Santi Cazorl back in the Arsenal. Okay. I just the little the little magician. He just he was he was a he was a very good player until he got derailed by a few um, a few rough Achilles injuries. And he's just, yeah, I'd like to see him or I'd like to see Lo- Freddie Lundberg back in Arsenal colors outside of coaching role, outside of the coaching role, of course. Because I think Lundberg was a just dominant midfielder. I mean, and that's that's kind of what Arsenal needs now is a dominant midfielder to just take over and, and take possession of the game. And then the cliche one, I got to go Thierry Henry because he's the king. I think he's arguably the best striker in the 
in Premier League history. Um, you can make an argument for, I think it's Alan Shearer yeah, sure. from yeah. Newcastle. I, you can make an argument for him as well. Um, but in my eyes, it's Thierry. Henry. Okay. Okay. See, well, you know, like, it's cool and all because I don't have to pick Frank Lampard for me because he's already back <laughs> at Chelsea. Uh, no, um, I, I'm picking Drogba. I'm picking Didier. Oh, Didier uh, Drogba. He is – um, I, I like he's, Didier. I, I... He just brings back so many good memories um, of Chelsea before I – Followed soccer super, super big. Um, he, he was just fun to watch. Um, he he was he put up he put up numbers. He had a couple iffy seasons, but I mean, it happens. Um, struggle with tweaks and injuries, or just just poor performance I mean, a, or bad luck. It's a long yeah, season. I mean, it happens, but. Um, he was so much fun to watch. I had thought about, um, thought about bringing back John Terry. Um, yeah, I could see that. No Cahill. Uh, no Cahill. Um, thought about Terry, and I thought about just for the Champions League, Fernando Torres. Oh, okay, Fernando Torres. He, he didn't really do much else for Chelsea at all, but. I, I mean, you remember him for those Champions League goals, um, in that improbable run. But no, nah, I'm bringing back Drogba. Um, yeah, I understand it. He may not be the best player in Chelsea history, but I loved him. So that's that's my opinion. Um, kind of cliche, I guess, a little bit, but not not. Not nearly not, as not nearly as clay. Yeah, Henry. exactly. Not nearly <laughs> as Henry. But um I saw that, had to ask you. It's a good question. Um I thought of an interesting okay. one. One player you could remove from the squad throughout history. One that caused you <laughs> ear insurmountable just sheer disappointment and he was just did not pan out as he oh, was. Oh gosh. To. Uh, there could be a lot of those. Do do you... one that you went? This guy's gotta be. This guy's gotta go. How the heck does he still have a job? Am I supposed to know this person, or am I just supposed to think of one? No, oh. just think. I'm just. I'm just asking for you. Think of one that you that you would be like. He's gotta go. He's detriment to our team. Oh, he is geez. sucking the life out of the That's... team. Oh man. <laughs> that's that's just a hard question. Uh, do, do you have one for Arsenal? Uh throughout history I was kind of looking back and kind of looking at some of the old squads. And I think the last year of Petr Cech's career at Arsenal, <laughs> I just uh, scrap it, turn the page. The year that Burn Leno essentially took over the number one keeper job, the year that Czech, oh boy, Czech, um, that's kind of what I see. Because um, his last year, I think, was just, horrendous I mean uh, yeah he, it, he he ran into too many posts it was not pretty and I think that he needed to he should have stepped back the season before maybe I think passed the torch on to burned um, I really liked burn I really like burn Leno I think he is an underlook. Yeah, I think he flies under the radar a lot more. I think he's overlooked quite a bit. But yeah, I'd say probably Petr. The last season of Petr Cech's career, I wish, would just be erased from my memory. Uh, that's uh, that's fair. It was, it was painful to watch. And I know, I know people are gonna say he did so much 
But if you look at some of the keepers that Arsenal has had... There's a point. Of, he played too long. It, it yeah, happens. He, he, he ran past it his happens. expiration date. Um, I'm, I'm going to go recent, too. Um, I actually have two. Uh, oh, boy, that, I'm excited. And the funny thing is, they never really even played for us. Um, they were just terrible signings. Um, I'm going to go recent, um, mainly because it's what I know the best. Um, there, mm-hmm. I, there are plenty of dudes that Chelsea should have never signed, but I, I, I'm not, I'm not too familiar, so I don't want to, um, don't want to get there. But I'm gonna go with Bakayoko, um, from, <laughs> from Monaco, and um, Danny Drinkwater, um, who's on loan at uh, good old uh, Dan- West Ham right now. Or... <laughs> is is he? West it's Ham? one of the maroon and yellow clubs. Um, but they, I mean, they're both on loan. They were both signed a couple years ago. They, they suck, dude. They're, Aston that's who Villa. I told you, another Maroon club. Um, yeah, you were they, they suck. Like, bus. Big bus. I don't want them. <laughs> remove them from history. <laughs> There are plenty of other dudes we could remove for history, remove from history. So it happens. Um, that question's a little more uh, fuzzy on the answer because there are a lot of players you would like to uh, nix for, from your team. Um, yeah. But I will tell you what I'm not nixing. What? I'm not nixing what the. Belarus hockey director said about COVID nineteen. Oh boy, I didn't this see this. This is from one. Alexander Lukashenko. Um, this is how you like beat it. or cure COVID nineteen, aka the coronavirus. You drink vodka, go to sauna, and work hard. <laughs> so, in case anybody is wondering how to beat Rona. Drink vodka, go to the sauna, and work hard. Holy crap! Heck, I'm already halfway there. Yeah, I was gonna say I've got two of the three done. Um, but uh, yeah, he he's saying that because in Belarus right now their hockey league is still running. That's just insane right? to think. Yeah, I mean, you hear some stupid stuff on on the news. That's that's. That's pretty. That's pretty far up there, man. Uh, so, other other world hockey news. Uh, try not to laugh too hard about that topic. Um, the so IIHF funny. actually canceled the men's uh, worlds um, due to COVID nineteen. So we will not see Canada beat up on poor soccer countries um, this year, and we will not see uh, Pete Blackburn roast. Canadians on Twitter. Um, big unfortunate there, but... Um, big sad. It was inevitable, pretty much. I think I talked a couple weeks ago about them wanting to move it, if they could, yeah. but with everything that's transpired, it's it was pretty much impossible for that to happen. Um, it was bound to be moved, but um, it's canceled now. Not even suspended. Um it's actually the uh, first time since 1988 when the tournament was canceled um, due to participation in the Winter Olympics that the IAHF Men's Worlds will not be held. So just a few years uh, since it last happened. That's crazy to think. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but it happens. Um, a little shift here. On the NHL. Before I get to my big question, um, I want to see if you can guess the two teams that are going to have the most, or well, no, three teams. Sorry, the three teams that are going to have the highest projected salary cap, um, or the, the highest projected f- amount of money they'll have um, in this offseason. Can you guess even one of them? I have good faith. 
highest they're, projected offs. They're not high in the standings by any means. I'm going to go the Ottawa Senators is one okay. of them. You got one. Okay, I'm going to go the LA Kings. Okay, you've got two. You said there's three. The top three. I'm going to go the third one who was a big seller at the deadline that just dumped so many people and is low table. Oh. I'm going to go with ooh, this is tough. You're two for two, dude. I just know one. it's gonna make this horrible just when make, I get just, this. Just make it's gonna a guess. make this horrible when I get. I'm gonna say the Vancouver Canucks. No. Not even, not even close on that. It's, it's the, the third one. Yeah, but with Ray Shear. Well, no, they fired Ray Shear. Never mind. But with the Devils' incompetence, oh, in I, t- I, oh, I totally agree with you there. But it's it's just projected. That money is gonna end up getting it's just wasted. projected. Don't worry. Um, so the Senators. Are projected forty one point nine million, and then here's the here's the funny thing. So forty one point nine is the third highest. Let's just add on a solid fourteen million to get to the New Jersey Devils, fifty five point three, and then add on another four million to get to the Kings, fifty nine point nine million in cap space available. Um, the Kings already have the best prospect pool by far currently side um so that's just scary i guess that's that's interesting they'll be really young but give it a few years um give it a few years and they will be contenders i understand you need another jonathan quick but um yeah so sends devils kings projected that doesn't mean anything obviously but that's the uh stuff can definitely you know. change you know and then unfortunately <laughs> i actually think i said something about this in the first episode in our first podcast episode um but seattle's delaying the unveiling of their team name again stupid rona right it's like come on just give us a name already please i just want a name just a little bit i don't need a just, lot just yeah a just name. give me a name i'll survive without a logo or team colors for now but give me a name please i think think this I... this is the best time to dr- name drop yeah you yeah nobody's doing anything you'll have all the attention you'll have the sports world like it'll create news this. It'll give us something to talk about. No, no, I could care less about that. Um, but yeah, it, it'll create news. It'll it'll be like, oh my goodness, I actually got an alert from the NHL or something. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, this is this is when you got everybody's attention when they're stuck at home, twiddling their thumbs. Like, this is it. Um, this is the this way. This is the way. Uh, great show, great show. Um, all right. Lastly, at least for me, um, my big question: What are we doing if we get the playoffs in the NHL? Are we? Uh, I'll just throw out some options. You don't have to go with any of these. It's the status quo. You know, the same old, same old playoffs like normal, and nothing changes. Um, are we doing a playing round? Are we are we playing fewer rounds? So we're gonna cut out like the wild card. Are we doing the normal amount of rounds, but are we dropping it to a best of five instead of best of seven? Are we doing a twenty four team playoff? Or are we doing either everybody makes the playoffs, including Detroit? Yes. Watch them somehow make it super far. Um, <laughs> lastly, um, 
this is a, this is actually all thanks to Down Goes Brown on the Athletic. Um, this is where I'm getting all these from. So shout out to shout out to this article. Um, lastly, is May Madness, where it is all a single elimination tournament. Um, obviously, there's 31 teams, so somebody's getting a bye. Um, more than likely, it would probably be the president's trophy winning team, but more likely is going to be as it's going to be the Boston Bruins. Good, yeah, I'm leaning towards that, especially depending on what happens. But oh, what are your thoughts? We go in, we go in <sighs> absolute madness, or we go in semi sane playoff. I tell you what, I know what the NHL is going to do. I okay. think. I think they're not going to change anything because what it ain't broke, don't fix it. It is broke, I think though. That's broke. Going to ex- <laughs> well, yeah, that's a separate story. That's a discussion for another time. Um, again, we don't got all night. We don't got four hours to sit here and ramble on about how broken the playoff system is. We all know it. Everybody knows it. If you're a hockey fan, you know it. Um, I don't think anything changes, to be honest with you. I think – you do the same four round. You're gonna do the same standard setup that you've done for the last five years now. I just I don't see the NHL making an exception. I certainly don't see them allowing teams like Ottawa and Detroit and teams that one shot to beat the good teams like. Because then you're gonna lose. You're gonna have a lot of pissed off hockey fans. I, oh 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 yeah, easily. If Detroit, if they were like, we're going to let Detroit in, and Detroit just somehow miraculously pulls off a win against whoever the second, the number one seed is that doesn't have a bye. Yeah, like, I mean, any any anything seen with like that madness, like the 24 team, the, the single elimination kind of stuff, um, it's all going to be with a little bit of an asterisk um, around it because it's just going to be so different. I guess. Um, and now the question is: If you think they go status quo, do they do they take the standings right now, or do they take the um, point percentage of teams and put them in based on that? That way, it would even up all the games played. Well, kind of. I. That's a really tough one. I don't. Because it's, it's yeah, it's either oh, that's really it, good. It's question, either you actually. take the standings now, and a team like Columbus has pit played more games than a team like uh, New York or a team like Carolina or a team like the Islanders, so they're in. But it's because they've played more games. But if you then take point percentage, then Columbus is out, and the Islanders and Carolina and the Rangers have the chance to jump in. But at the same time. Who knows? Maybe Carolina, the Rangers, and the Islanders lose those games that they have in hand, and their point percentage drops. I, Which one do you take? Good. The who gets the L? Essentially, I think where the standings are is where the season I think is going to end. I don't think they're going to go back and they're going to try to do oh like this technicality here works and this technicality here works. I think it's going to be okay. This happened. Here's what's up. Like, here are your playoff teams. You didn't make it. Should have played better. I mean, because with something like this, which is ironic, but the soccer season and the hockey season both only have 10 games. However, in those 10 games for the hockey season, you have a clear, you have a clear idea of what's shaping up to be um, your playoff teams and who's, you know, getting out of it. Yeah, I mean... Uh... Teams are going to get screwed, no matter no matter what happens. Um, but it's just who do you screw, <laughs> essentially. So, and I think honestly, that's the tough part. And I think if you, I think you got to end the season where it where it left off. And I mean, yeah, there's that chance for well, no. Honestly, I don't know how they would go about deciding who's in and who's out. I. Would love to say I, I, I do, but there is just so much uncertainty surrounding everything 
it's you can't you can't you can't you can't you can't determine anything there's so much just up in the air it's like well okay what do you want to do um I'm still all for trying to finish this season. There are 10 oh. games left. For oh, I'm so games. on board with that. Yeah, uh, that's, that's for sure. And there was a project. There was a projected plan out of the players union, I believe. Uh, that had the seeing the season end in July or August. Which I could also. I could also see. Yeah, I, 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 so I don't. There, there's uh, options. Um, I, I think that's one of the good things that we've seen right now is there are a lot of options available. Um, even it may not seem like it because it just seems like everything is just kind of stuck in a lull until this global pandemic passes. Um, but I still think teams have a lot or leagues have a lot of options about what they can do. Um, I, I think. Personally, for me, I'm going to play in round. Um, I think there are th- – this is all contingent on the season doesn't get to continue, obviously. Um, but I'm going right. to play in round. I'm going to play in round because there are so many teams that are close. So you're saying if you're not in the top three, you have a play in round for that last – Yeah, last so, so the play in round would be that um, there would be a – so many playing games for the bubble teams. Um, format is a little shaky on how that would work, um, but it'd be kind of like maybe like uh, seven through ten seeds play a quick, quick playing round. Um, you could hold it neutral site. You either do neutral site or you just do it. I I think it'd be fun to have like a best of three. To be honest. <laughs> Um, you could do a best of three. I, think I, I always also... think best ofs, best ofs are more fun than single game because okay, one team showed up this one game, this other team didn't. Congrats, you're out instantly. Like just just give them give them another shot, sort of thing. Um, plus, who doesn't love more hockey? Uh, so I I would like to see that if. Uh, if the season doesn't get to continue, I just think it'd be more fun, especially since there, like I said, there are a lot of bubble teams on both the East and the West. Uh, so it's not just because of the jackets. Uh, um, it's, I think, I think it just make it more entertaining um, for sure. But it's also, it would also be interesting because I mean, these, these teams, these players are about to have a lot, a lot of time off. It's going to feel like the off-season, possibly. It almost is. They're talking about doing a mini-training camp be- before they come back. get the yeah. players back. It's yeah. going to be weird because it's not just like – I mean, what, they were playing games now here in February and March that were just boom every other day sort of thing. And now it's like, oh, yeah, you guys get weeks off. Like, I'm sorry, what? Um, so the, the whole just continuing to play thing is kind of out the window. Um, but it's definitely a, uh, I think, I think, I think, like I said, I I think these are all options. Well, not all of these, not that there's no way the NHL is going to do that. Everybody makes the playoffs, single elimination rounds kind of stuff. That's, that's not happening, but I, I think some things like this are definitely, on the table um, for the NHL. But I guess we'll see who who honestly knows. I don't know. It's such a tough call and everything with the uncertainty. It's just, just, just know that whatever they choose, we can still boo Gary Bettman. Wasn't planning on okay, changing good. that. I just wanted to make sure. Um, However, he's done a remarkably impressive job. I, I seriously like think he doesn't do a bad job, but I think we just boo him because that's what's always happened. <laughs> and I mean, like, it's uh, why not? 
That's fun. I think I think he has embraced the booing. I think he has too, and I don't think he's as bad as what could oh, be oh, if you no. look at other leagues. Oh, Roger Goodell, cough, cough, yeah. cough, cough. Um, yeah, no, he definitely, definitely is not on the level of that. Um, but uh, well, let let us let us know what uh, what you guys think. Um, if you're looking for this article, it's on the Athletic. Just search "Down Goes Brown." Um, and you'll see the rest of the title there, but, uh, the athletic is actually, uh, I think they just opened it up. So it's free for 90 days or something because of, because of Rona. So, uh, if you guys want to read some articles, feel free. They're pretty good. Uh, some of them are pretty good, but, um, you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, let us know as well. Uh, tweet us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Uh, that we were able to even talk about sports somehow. I didn't think we would quite talk this long, but uh, it happened. So, so uh, it did happen. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, we still plan on being back next week. I guess we'll find out yeah. if anything else happens. Always rumors to talk yeah, about. Zach and I will be de- searching the dark web for um. <laughs> Transfer, transfer transfer news, news. and trade rumors and stuff. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, searching the dark web. That sounds like a bad idea. Um, yeah. Just, hello, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Agent. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, um, but uh, thank you guys, um, and we'll, uh, we'll catch you in the next one.